Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Better Living, a show that focuses on people and organizations making a big difference here in North Texas. I'm your host, Chris Arnold of 105.3 The Fan, and joining us right now is the founder of the nonprofit A Break for Grandmother, Miss Arvella Warren. How you doing, Arvella? I'm doing great, Chris, and you? How are you? I'm doing just fine. You know, I'm, I've always been so proud of your organization because you are actually doing some of what I consider, oh, essential work. Some of the things, I, you, I put you up there with hospital workers and fire department police, educators, people who make differences in people's lives. And I think the fact that you're able to honor grandmothers and also now grandfathers for stepping in the breach when their own kids cannot take care of their grandkids and they wind up with um, having to keep the families together. Is that, am am I kind of saying it in a nutshell? Yes, you are. Grandparents raising grandparents, kids having custody of them when their children can't. Yes. And there's all kinds of situations where the grandparents out of nowhere had no idea the, wait a minute, we're going to keep this family together. I've got to keep these kids, whether it's uh, CPS has tried to step in or, you know, maybe the their kids, their, the, the kids of the, of the grandkids, excuse me, their own kids who happen to have the grandkids for some whatever the reason, that, whether it's drugs or mental wellness, yeah. they just can't handle it. And so the grandparents yeah. step up. Can you talk about what what gave you the idea to even do this? Well, I retired from General Motors and I thought I wanted to do something for young girls. But I read this article in 2016 that said there are more than 2.7 grandparents raising grandchildren at that time. And most of them lived in poverty level. Mm. And when I saw this, they showcased a letter, a lady from Chicago, Illinois. And when I read her story, how she made $7.50 an hour and she was raising a grandson from birth. He was then 12 years old. She worked in a cafeteria and there they have state and federal tax. So she makes 750, you know, about how much she really made. Right. She lived projects. She didn't have a car. She would have to go to get food twice a month for she and her grandson. And when I read her story, it just really touched me that there are grandparents out here that nobody really sees. And I thought they need encouraging, they need uplifting, they need a smile. You know, they need to know that we see you mm-hmm. and, you know, we, we want to let you know and honor you. So we, that's how I started. And we did, we flew her from Chicago, Illinois, that first year. We were six months old at that time. We started in July and this July would be seven years old and we're 
We got grandmothers waiting and grandfathers. That is fantastic. You mentioned the grandfathers. This is something you've been doing like the last year or so. Can you talk about how you've decided to also include grandfathers on your list of honorees? Yes. Well, I met this lady and her her uncle, his wife had recently died from COVID and their daughter had died from cancer years earlier. So they had their granddaughter. When the wife died, he was left with the granddaughter and he's still raising that granddaughter. So I, I said, you know, I would love to honor him. And she um, did the letter. What we do is we honor anybody, everybody. And there are plenty of grandparents out there raising grandchildren. And if you know anybody, you just do it to our email, which is WEX as an Exodus, ODUS23 at TX.RR.com. You just send us a letter mm-hmm. letting us know about the grandparent. Um, a little about them, a little, you know, how many children they have. And we honor every letter that we get. It's not if they're going to be honored, they're going to be honored. So this grandfather, uh, she wrote the letter and we honored him. He was our first last January and he was amazed. He was amazed. It's, it's just uplifting and it's encouraging and you get to put a smile on their faces, you know, no matter what they've been through. It's like, Hey, we see you and we're honoring you. And the honor includes like a, a, a luncheon, right? It's, it's a, usually a luncheon at the Country Club of Dallas or a Golf okay, Club well, of Dallas. Excuse me, Golf Club of Dallas. Golf Club of Dallas. We honor one grandparent a month. They actually, have one this this week. Uh, on the oh 18th. yeah, you had a, you had a, you had a 18th, yesterday. We have eighteenth. No, on the eighteenth we oh. have a grand coming up. A grand oh good. Honor. Uh, we actually honor one a month, and it's an individual. Sometimes when they get their invitation, they think it's going to be grandparents, but it's just for that grandparent because we want to let them know how important they are to society, mm-hmm. you know, for rescuing children out of CPS due to drugs, incarceration, mental illness. We've even had one grandmother, her daughter was sex trafficked and end up with a grandchild oh, in no. CPS. So, um, you know, there are different situations and Chris, you know, none of our five board members, none of us have custody or have our grandchildren on a regular basis. So it's not that we've walked in their shoes, but we see them. We mm-hmm. see them. And you mentioned walking in their shoes. I'm sure the the biggest thing for them is they want to keep their families together and they don't they want, want they don't want to have, you know, unfortunately, someone else have to try to raise their own grandchildren. Yes. And they want their grandchildren to know them. We have a 75-year-old grandmother that just got a 10-year-old. Just imagine that. Mm-hmm. You're 75. All of a sudden, you got to take kids to school. You got to get up and fix breakfast. Got to get the school clothes and things prepared and try to try to help them with homework. So it, it, it is what it's like when they come to the country club and they see what all we do. It, it's so bubbly. It's so encouraging. Yeah, it's inspirational. It's so- lift it very much so it's very much so and um like i said even the person that nominated we invite them to come so they can see you know the gift that they have given this grandmother mm-hmm. you know this grandfather and it's it, it, it it's a beautiful thing to see just to even witness i've been fortunate enough to uh, attend some of those moments and it's also inspirational because a lot of the grandkids are there as well yes a lot of the grandkids are there 
and uh, and they get the opportunity. You know, you can be doing a good job, but if no one ever tells you, look, Chris, you're doing a good job, you can be doing your 110%, but we all still need encouraging. Yes. And that's what we're here to encourage and uplift. That when we bring them back, you have grandchildren that get up and tell their grandmothers, their grandfathers, that I'm glad you took me in. Because most of them are from CPS. You know, thank you, grandmother, grandfather. If, if you hadn't been there, where would I be today? You know, thank you. They get the opportunity and things they've never even said. They probably think them, but things they've never actually said to their grandparent. You know, the grandparent gets to hear, you know, we, you know, we appreciate you. We appreciate you. And you know what? They don't. Yeah, it, like you said, sometimes you just just want to know that what you're doing is is the right thing to do. And again, it's so amazing that no one has ever thought about the grandparents who have stepped in and and that you have done so. So, can you talk about some of the success you've had? I I, I bring this up because we've had you on the show before. I think it was last year, and you had all kinds yeah. of response. Yeah, we did. We um we we actually got a new sponsor, um, uh, raising cane. You know because these some of nice. these grandparents they they are at poverty level, so they don't get the opportunity to take children out to eat. You think that's a a little thing, but it's a big thing when you've acquired uh, children and you know you want to take them out sometimes, but you don't have that extra money. Well, raising cane gives us. Uh, gift cards for the children and the grandparents. So they can, they donated this. So you can take the children out for, and Raising Cane is delicious. So they take the children out for a sit-down dinner with the, you know, and it doesn't mm-hmm. cost them anything. Right. It's not our budget. So, I mean, and we welcome partners. We welcome people to come in to donate, to uh, even come to our lunches. Like I said, we have one on the 18th. It's at the golf, it's always at the same place. The golf club of Dallas is always at two o'clock on a Saturday. So we, you know, we welcome any, you could just, I say this, if you ever come and witness, it's like, you never want to miss. You never want to miss it because you get to see somebody encouraged and you get to hear their, their, I don't like to say their stories, but their experiences there. You get to hear the things that have gone on with them. And then you see how, the organization uh, uplifts, encourage, and we always start off with a prayer and we, everybody in the room gets to encourage. And this person is a stranger and they're hearing encouraging words from people that they don't even know. Just letting them know, you know, we see you, uh, you're doing a good job. You, you, you're helping society. You help keeping your family together. You're helping your grandchildren to know who you are, to know where they came mm-hmm. from. So it, it, it's just, you know, and like I said, and it's a, it's a beautiful setting. You come to the country club, you sit there, and we did have our lunches before COVID. Now, we still are able to eat there after our meetings, but now we just come together. But at the end of the year, we bring all the grandmothers and their grandchildren, grandfathers, back. And we try to do something for them, try to do something to uplift their Christmas and let the other grandmothers get to a chance to network. You know, you get a chance to talk yeah. to somebody who's been in the same through. shoes yet been through the same that's things. Right. And these children that these grandparents are raising, our first grandmother had seven grandchildren raised due to different circumstances. And they're in college now. 
They're doing good things. She keep them in different things. Girl Scout, Boy Scout, they're playing uh, sports. I mean, so these grandparents, even though they're older, but now they, you know, it's like, I've got to do this. At first, those were my children. I'm just doing this. But now I got to make sure that these children don't fall in the cracks. I've got to make mm-hmm. sure I got to be certain of that. So, you know, I'm, I'm keeping them in things. I have them here. They're going here and there in different kind of sports and activities. So you they don't fall off. You know, they don't. And then you, you know, you kind of some children are resentful because they feel like I want to be with my parents. Right. If it wasn't a grandparent, I could go back and be with my parents. Mm-hmm. But that's not the case. You know, right. either, either your grandparents or a CPS and your grandparent. These I mean, we have 80 year old grandparents with and I'll say single grandparents with little children. And it's, you know, you you, you got to learn all over what to do. And even now, Chris, these older grandparents, they know nothing about the computer. They know nothing about TikTok and these drugs that these people are giving these children now. So they got to be umbrellas almost over the children. You know, you got to be watching every move they make. Grandparents got to be smarter now. Yes, they do. And it's it's kind of tricky, too, because you mentioned a lot of them are, are a lot older. They're not, they're not like grandparents in their 50-something years old. You're honoring no. grandparents who have been surprised to find it in their 70s. I got to keep the family together. Retired. These are retired grandparents on fixed incomes that now, like I said, you can be making X amount of dollars and it's enough for you and your spouse, but add four children to that. You in poverty almost Mm -hmm. right then. The food is high. And I said, even if they get food stamps, it doesn't buy soap. It doesn't buy tissue. It doesn't buy necessities that we all need. So these grandparents got to really buckle down and you think I've worked, I'm retired, I should be enjoying life, but instead I am a permanent caretaker for my grandchildren. And, and they're doing it with a smile. Right. They're doing it with a smile. When they come, they say they wouldn't change anything. You know, and and I didn't know, but we've had several grandparents tell us when you go like like you have four grandchildren in CPS, mm-hmm. they actually ask you. How many do you want? Oh, my goodness. Do you want to take two? Several, several grandparents have said, now you don't have to take all four. Do you want to take the two older ones? We'll keep the two smaller ones. Uh, You know, and and these grandparents, they have to say, you know, we want them all. Even though it's going to be a hardship. Right. We want them all. They want to keep them together. And I'm sure there's some that have to make that choice, but still... That is such a tough question. People don't think about yeah. these things. That's why I, th- I think they what you're doing is just amazing work, you know, honoring and recognizing the fact that there are grandparents out there mm-hmm. who are striving their hardest to keep their families together. Their hardest, yeah. And it's encouraging. That's mm-hmm. what I like about it, that it's it's not a pity, but I tell them. Right, it's not, not a pity here. party. Yeah, you honor them. Not here to, we, we're here to uplift and encourage you. To tell you, you know, you can do it. You've done it, and we we're just and to encourage a person simply means to nudge them forward. Mm-hmm. That's all we're doing is nudging them forward. Like, and and it's a day they can remember because we the things we give them. I, I don't want to tell all because maybe some grandparents listening, uh, but we give them a certificate that tells them that they you are outstanding. You are an outstanding grandparent, 
And on this day, you know, it, it has grandmother or grandfather, mm-hmm. beautiful certificate, beautiful frame. Uh, you are an outstanding grandmother or father. Uh, it's given to them so they can always look at this this particular day. You know, because sometimes I'm sure they feel down, but it, it's just you can think back. This day I was honored and unexpectedly somebody saw what I was doing. And, you know, because there are some one grandmother we honored. The person that nominated her, she didn't even know them. They went to her church and they saw her uh, coming and going with these children. So she asked a few questions and she heard us on your show. She mm-hmm. nominated this grandmother that she didn't even know. So when we contacted her and we were like, you were nominated. She thought it was a joke. Right. She never heard of it. <laughs> she never heard of a break for grandmothers. So she's like, well, oh, you know, so she didn't. You know, she so she called me back. She said, well, uh, are you can I how can I vet you? How can I know that you're for real? Right. How can, can I, I to- vet you? How can I how can I make sure this is not a, a game or a trick or somebody trying to steal my money? That's what she said. I said, I'll tell you this. I said, I can tell you we have a Facebook page. Mm-hmm. I can tell you we're almost seven years old. I can tell you this. We're 501. You can go to our page, A Break for Grandmother, but I would prefer that you don't because what we have for you, I want you to be surprised. I said, so, and she did because she she came. She came and it was overwhelming because she never heard of it. She yeah. just, she was overwhelmed when she got there and saw everything that we had prepared for her. You know, so it, it, it's amazing. It is. It really it's is. It's, it's absolutely outstanding. And again, I, I, I can't say it enough. I, the fact that you even came up with this, this idea and the concept and it's still seven years strong and getting more mm-hmm. and more support. I want to know how mm-hmm. you're holding up, because for you to be doing this and sorting through all these things and comforting a lot of people. I know you're very empathetic, but I'm telling you, everybody can't do what you do. Well, I have four it's five of us board members. Mm-hmm. And Chris, when you when you think about it, it, it's a song say, just knowing Jesus. If you've never been there, then you won't understand how these people feel because you've never been there. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you if you never had to raise grandchildren on your own and just have the things they go through, then you really can't understand what they're really going through. But when you come to a luncheon or a meeting, and you hear them tell you some of the experiences that they've had to go, how they acquire the children. God just gives you strength, you know, because in, in, yeah. in and we're giving. So it is better to give than to receive. And when you're giving into someone, you just you, you feel, you know, you feel so happy for that person. Right. You know, it's like a person is running and you might can't run that race. But when it's like going like Super Bowl. You're so happy for your team, whoever it is. <laughs> you're so happy that they're winning, mm-hmm. that they're that their success. You're celebrating them. Yeah. And they don't even know you. They they, you get that adrenaline. That but adrenaline. You're celebrating these people. You up jumping up. You're buying big new TVs so you can mm-hmm. look at them. You but but you the how you feel to see them succeed, to see your team has won, and and you just feel so good for that grandmother when you bring them here and you shower them and they don't even know you. They don't know you. They, they never met you. You know, when when we get there, we don't know who the grandmother is. 
She don't know who we are. They don't, they're, they've came, they'll say, where are the other grandmothers? Where are the other grandparents? We say, it's just you. And now they're like, it's just me. It's just you. You know, the grandparents are winning mm-hmm. now. They, for, for this day, they're winning and you're winning with them. It's, and we're on our, that's our team. So we're cheering for her. We want her to continue on. We want her to feel like this day, she can remember this day. Like I said, we give them a beautiful plaque that says they're outstanding. You are an outstanding grandmother or grandfather. Okay, so let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. I want to know how you were raised because you are such a giving person. Were you raised by your grandparents by any means or your grandparents a part of your life? Because like I said, this is such an amazing thing that you do, and it it had to be the way you raised. Yes, our grandparents was around in our lives. Um, you know, my mother, but my mother mostly was a very giving person. I mean, she was so giving to, she was giving everything away. <laughs> she was a giving person, just, you know, that, that was her personality. And she had taught us that, you know, you, you got to share. And then when you got more, you have got to share. If you got a little, you've got to share because there is somebody that don't have what you have. Mm-hmm. Even if you think you have nothing, there's someone that has negative nothing. So you 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 do. And, and, and like I said, if a person ever comes to a luncheon, you will not be the same. You can't. And that's why I encourage if you know a grandmother, a grandfather raising grandchildren, nominate them. It doesn't cost you anything but an email. When, when you were growing up, did, were there any situations either with your family or friends that, you know, the kids got separated from their family and it touched you? Just in death, maybe somebody's mom passed uh-huh. and they had to go live with their grandmother. And that was difficult because uh, I, I know this one family, it was eight of them and they were split up. Like some of them went to Detroit and some of them went to Texarkana and some of them lived here. So that was difficult because it was eight of them and three of the younger children went to Detroit. So they didn't grow up with their, their siblings, you know, and that I I found that very difficult just to see as a child, they're there one day and then something happens and, you know, that breaks the whole family up. Mm -hmm. One, one incident. And Mm -hmm. same thing about these grand today, one incident, drugs, incarceration, mental illness, uh, being sex trafficked or mm-hmm. it, it can break a whole family up. Just one incident. So I know you got the event coming up on the 18th later mm-hmm. on this month. Do you have anything else coming up over this spring? And uh, cause I know you're always planning ahead and you're always going through all the different emails. And uh, when people reach out to you about honoring different individuals who have done an outstanding job of keeping their families together, are there some mm-hmm. events that we, we want to make sure everybody knows about? Well, we just, like I said, we do one grandmother a month. Mm-hmm. And, um, we we have gifts for the grandparent, the grandfather, grandmother. And like with food being so high, what we do for them is it, it comes in very handy. Like right. I said, if anybody that's not a grandparent raising grandchildren, I would love for you to go to our page. It's a Break for Grandmother Facebook page. Mm-hmm. But if you're a grandparent, a, a grandfather, a grandmother, Get somebody to nominate you, and you don't go to the page, so you can be surprised. But we're just continuing on. In July, we have something special. 
because that's our anniversary. So we try right. to always have Chris on there. I think I'll be there. <laughs> you guys do such outstanding work. And again, it's all about keeping families together. It's all about, you know, making a difference in people's lives. And so definitely I will be there in July. Um, again, I'm so proud to have you on the show. Miss Arvella Thank Warren. You. She is the founder of a break for grandmother. We, we got to check in with you again down the road. Can we? Okay, I appreciate it. Thank you for having us. And thank you for supporting us all these years. And joining us right now is Xavier Henderson from the organization called fouroakcliff.org, a nonprofit getting things done, not only with social capital, social mobility, but also education in Oak Cliff. How are you doing, X? Hey, I'm doing great, Chris. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate you, CA, man. I Thank you. Well, I'm so glad you're, you're back on again. We, we visited with you guys last year, and so many things have been happening, so many great things. Let's catch up again for those who don't know. You've got a brand new facility, and yes. I know things have been jumping. I've had a chance to be out there a couple of times. Can you talk about what this new building means for you guys and your efforts to get you know everybody up to speed with the rest of Dallas Fort Worth? Uh, absolutely, Chris. Man, you know our new building has been uh, just a heaven sent. Man, we consider it uh, an amazing blessing. Uh, you know, we grew from our previous facility where we were serving families of all ages. Uh, from a 4,000 square foot space to our new building, which is a 20,000 square foot space with 10 acres of land, Chris. And, uh, you know, the building itself used to be the Moreland YMCA Mm -hmm. and it has a long history of serving people. You know, we're honored to just serve our community and a a place with the legacy that this building and land has. And we're just thankful that, uh, you know, we're still uh, able to serve our community, but really expand our offerings too. We have so much more space and um, it's, it's incredible, man. I I knew one day we were going to grow, but I couldn't have imagined we'd get a a beautiful building and, and, and set of land like this It's quite incredible. It's it's an absolutely amazing, and you have a lot of people coming through there. And what I'm really impressed with, not only are there things for kids to do, but you have mm-hmm. a technology center with Wi-Fi capability and a partnership with AT&T, I believe. Yep, absolutely. And, you know, the, the AT&T partnership has been amazing. The, the need for technology in our community um, is, is, is pretty big. You know, there's a host of needs uh, that our mission is, you know, focused on addressing, right? Like our mission is to liberate Oak Cliff from systemic oppression by building a culture of education to increase social mobility and social capital because our community faces so many nuanced issues that um, as a result of that systemic oppression, right? There's a disproportionate number of individuals who lack that equitable or equitable access to mm-hmm. things like te- uh, technology, Chris. Um, and that's why we do so much. Our four pillars are education, arts, advocacy, and community building. And, you know, for us, we're just trying to make sure that we create systems of equity for our families. We provide access to opportunities and resources and ensure that, you know, we're responding to the needs of the neighborhood. What's What's wild is a lot of people take for granted some of the things that just a lot of people have access to, like Wi-Fi. You yeah. would think in a in a large major city, a top five city like Dallas, Dallas-Fort Worth area, North Texas, that everybody can get Wi-Fi. Can you yeah. tell some stories? Because you've, you've done this in the past where I've had some conversation with you, where kids yeah. have had to actually hang outside of a CVS or something just to get Wi-Fi to get their yeah. tablets going for their school, for their classes. Yeah. No, absolutely. And that's a that's a real 
like um, setting that you'll you'll encounter in in our neighborhood and other like neighborhoods throughout Southern Dallas, where you know folks won't have Wi-Fi at home. Like mm-hmm. I remember there was the it's it's a dated statistic now, but a couple of years ago, um, I saw that forty three percent of households in our zip code alone seven five two one six didn't have broadband access. Right. Wow. Um, it's a it's a pretty typical experience, even just for us, where um, you know we used to see people just pulling up. Uh, in front of our uh, center just so they could connect to the Wi-Fi in their car, right? And mm-hmm. that's the case. Um, when you talk to some of the people that uh, that work at the, the libraries or even at McDonald's, right? Like people know that there's certain places you can get Wi-Fi and they'll, they'll sometimes pull up just to access it. It's such a basic need. Like you can't operate in 2023 uh, without Wi-Fi and internet. You know, you need it. Um, so it's, it's definitely one of those things that we're going to continue to advocate for. And we're glad to have partners uh, throughout the city and Metroplex that know that we need to address the digital divide and ensure people have the technology they need to thrive. Exactly. And and part of the technology you need to thrive is based on education. I mean, most schools have portals for the kids and the educators to interact. And we went through the virtual learning during the pandemic. Can you talk about your program's about building the culture of education, the the smart goal process, because I think that's out outstanding what you're up to. Man, I, I really appreciate that, Chris. Thank you. And yeah, for us, you know, we we approach education through a dual generation approach. So mm-hmm. we don't just serve the kids or we don't just serve the adults. We serve both. You know, we don't just have like kid or student outcomes. We have family outcomes at Four Oak Cliff. And for us, we're we're trying to provide those educational programs that really can support someone's social mobility and social capital. Right. Uh, some of those programs have, uh, have been with us for a long time and some are new. Right. Where mm-hmm. we're exploring new partnerships and bringing things in and everything is really data driven. Right. Again, our work is really focused on the, the issues that are uh, impacting our neighborhood here in South Oak Cliff. And uh, we found that in our zip code, uh, 40% of adults didn't have a GED or high school uh, d- diploma equivalent, right? And that's adults 25 and up. Uh, so we you know, launched a GED class to address that issue, right? But we don't want childcare to ever be a barrier. So at Four Cliff, we have a host of out of school time programs for kids uh, in athletics, Girl Scouts, dance, uh, percussion, academic enrichment. So that way, if you're an adult and you're in, let's say in our GED class, uh, you're, you can bring your kids too, right? We don't want childcare to be a barrier, right? They can right. participate in those programs. So we're trying to really build that culture of education throughout the, the family, but in the neighborhood as well, because it's so important for your future. You mentioned Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Keeping the family involved and, you know, family first. We all believe in that. But yes. you guys are taking it to the next level. I love du- Dual Gen. Can you talk about what Dual Gen and that program is that you're doing which is uh, actually keeping people together. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the the family unit is something that, um, you know, that dual gen focus is uh, aimed at, you know, strengthening, right? We want to make sure that, you know, families are in a position to have the resources they need, the, uh, the, the mindset they need, right, to be able to move from, like, a survival state to a thrival state. And we know that it takes a host of interventions and wraparound services and resources and partners uh, to really support a family to, to work along that that path, right? And, you know, we want to start as early as possible, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we're looking at really supporting a, a lot of the new parents here in the neighborhood, right? We have a program that uh, you may remember me talking about called Lena. And in essence, it's a it's an evidence-based uh, program designed to really engage families to help them like really increase that conversation with their with their children during the first few years of their life. So Lena is a program where if you're a parent and you got a kid that's zero to three, mm-hmm. we're bringing you in and we're hosting a 10 week session where we're showing you the benefits of that interactive talk, which is basically like back and forth conversation because the data shows it's a really proven like key factor in early brain development. Right. So we're just trying to make sure that we're putting all the like s- stable like resources in at, as early as we can to really like really strengthen that family unit down the road too. This is, like I said, this is so enlightening and it's all because I think you're looking at education first because that's how you get ahead. It's not, you're not asking for stuff. You're saying, guess what we can do if we have the tools of education. And yeah. I think this goes back to what you used to do. You were an educator, right? Yeah, I was, Chris. I taught for two years. I taught sixth grade uh, history through writing here in the neighborhood. And it was one of the most fulfilling, um, you know, moments in my life because, for one, I got to come back to a neighborhood that, you know, I called home. The school that I taught on was on the same street that I grew up on here in South Oak Cliff. And, man, I, I still have a strong relationship with a lot of my kids. And, you know, some even participate with things that we do now. And, you know, I, I think that, you know, our teachers are uh, – they, they deserve so much more, right? Like they're doing some of the most incredible work uh, in our in our country, man. So I'm just thankful for all the teachers in my lives and I'm thankful in my life. And I'm thankful that I got to, you know, serve as an educator and, and still in so many capacities here at Four Oak Cliff, I still do. So, uh, you know, I'm just definitely thankful for all the educators out there. Well, let's talk about how you and Taylor Toins, who's the chief executive officer, and by the way, you are the chief development officer, talking with Xavier Henderson, how you guys came up with the concept for Oak Cliff, how long ago it was, because the the journey that you guys have been on has been seriously, absolutely amazing. It's amazing how it started small and now look where you are. And this is just the first phase of it. Yeah, no, absolutely. We're definitely still in the beginning phases. And, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of our 
work, like even though we've been doing this, uh, this family oriented programmatic work uh, over the last couple of years, you know, our work started well before that with our first back to school festival, which is our annual staple event um, that we do at Glendale Park. It'll be this year, definitely encouraging everybody to come out. Um, we do, it's a back to school fair. So kids get school supplies, mm-hmm. but it's also a college fair, a job fair, voter registration. And this year it'll be August 12th. We definitely encourage you and everybody else to come, but that's how our work got started, right? It was with the Back to School Festival. It was a need in 2015 when Taylor, who like me, used to be an educator. Taylor was teaching fourth grade at Bushman Elementary. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, he was inspired to teach uh, for a host of reasons. But, you know, he had gotten real familiar with the city uh, just as a young leader and as an educator, right, looking at the issues. And, uh, you know, he learned about the cradle to career uh, pipeline or cradle to prison pipeline. Let me say that the cradle to uh, prison pipeline. Mm-hmm. That's what I think really inspired Taylor to say, I'm going to go in the classroom and serve my kids and my community. And, you know, he always had he already had this really strong background working at the DA's office where, uh, you know, he was a victim's advocate. And he was really like understanding like uh, the, the situations that uh, a ton of uh, individuals were experiencing as a victim's advocate. And, you know, like our work was birthed out of his fourth grade class. His students would show up to school without school school supplies, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what really led his students to really say, hey, we should address this issue. Like, we know that kids like us don't have school supplies. And that's what led to our first back to school festival in 2015. And Chris, in that first year, we had 1500 people. And then uh, you fast forward to all the way to 2023. And we've had over 5000 people in attendance. So it's grown. Uh, we're, ser- we're able to uh, serve so many more families. And uh, that's really how the work got started, right? It started with our youth, with our Mm -hmm. kids advocating and saying, hey, we want to make a change and we're going to shepherd this change and get the resources for our community. So, you know, I'm thankful to wake up every day and serve. Like, it's it's incredible to to work with our youth because they're so inspiring, Chris. I I just got to give so much love to the youth that we get to work with here at Foral Glue. They're showing what they've got. They're showing their skill set. They're showing that they want to be involved. They're showing that they have something to offer and they're not just going to be you know, someone that you got to feel sorry for, a statistic or whatever. I, I love this whole thing. We're talking with um, Xavier Henderson with 4oakcliff.org. Can you talk about some of the kids who've actually become volunteers over the years? Yeah, man. There's a, there's you a can shout them out. <laughs> yeah, look, shout out to Devin Smith, man. I, I must say that that young man makes me proud. Um, he, he's one of the young individuals that um, was in that fourth grade classroom. Yeah. And his also stuck along with Foral Cliff along the way, uh, both pr- participating in various programs, but also being a leader among his peers, both in his school, in his his neighborhood, and here at the organization at Foral Cliff. Like Devin, Michaela, all of our teen interns, Colin. Um, there's a host of them, man. I but like our youth. Um, I, like I, I will say, like it's a really um, incredible. Um, vantage point as an educator to see like your students grow uh to see the the ways in which that they want to contribute to something that's mission oriented and mission driven because like I, I feel like there's no better um uh, feeling in the world of like hey you know y'all also want to address these social issues and uh we know that you know that that that's important right you want to have mm-hmm. a successor you want to have the movement continue you know you don't want it to fall off and we know that our youth uh, they're going to be hungry and they 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 want justice uh, more than anybody else. So I'm just thankful for the ones we get to work with. And you know what? I also like the different programs you have, including the financial literacy. I'm big on mm-hmm. that because a lot of people and especially 
people who are in the, the world of entertainment or, or athletics, they have a lot of money, but they don't know how to handle their money. And there have been too many stories of people losing their money because they don't know how to hold on to money or they don't know the value of money or having the money work for them. And you have programs in the area of financial literacy called one of them in particular called building a relationship with money. Can you talk about how that got started and how things are going with it? And plus some of the specifics of how you're, you're helping educate kids on how to handle money. Yeah. You know, that's a really important question, Chris. And I, I really appreciate you for asking it because, you know, when we talk about financial literacy, and we talk about really every program that we do, we really do connect it back to our mission and, you know, liberating Oak Cliff from systemic oppression like that. That core piece is pretty heavy. And when I think about just, you know, financial literacy and banking, right? Like mm-hmm. I remember, I believe it was WFAA. They had like this banking below 30 report where they like really illuminated how only 20 percent of banks in Dallas County serve neighborhoods below Interstate 30. So when you think about systemic oppression, you have to think about statistics like that. Right. When you think about why something like financial literacy is needed, it's because, you know, those those uh, opportunities weren't, or weren't always accessible in, in communities like ours. So, mm-hmm. you know, we we want to make sure that we're bringing in the right partners to to put our uh, community on a path to success. Like there's there's a reason that there's a racial wealth divide in our country. Right. We want to make sure that, you know, we're equipping folks with the competencies, the the resources, the knowledge to to really get from, again, that surviving to a thriving like state and a huge, incredibly important part of that is, is finances, right? And we know that, uh, unfortunately, you know, one of the many statistics about our community uh, is, you know, just our poverty rate. And, and that's across the city, right? We know mm-hmm. that we need to really get in front of that because, you know, people need livable wages. They, uh, they need savings accounts, right? They need uh, an emergency fund, all these things, right? So we want to make sure that you know, we're, again, providing a space where, you know, that learning can take place. And, you know, what's so interesting about it, again, it's so important because there's kids, you know, in high school and some of them uh, out of high school, they don't know the importance of a credit score. They don't know mm-hmm. how to get a bank loan. They don't know yeah. necessarily what you would need if you actually wanted to own a home or own some real estate or become a real estate uh, agent. The, mm-hmm. the the things about handling money that are very important is, is more than just, okay, uh, I, I made some money, I stacked some flow, I got it under my pillow. It's like, no, you got you to gotta be able to have your money work for you. So I like that you're putting these pillars in place. Can you give us a story or two of some successes? I mean, absolutely. I mean, for one, we've been able to to launch some really good partnerships, Chris. And yeah. One that I'm really thankful for is a, a partnership with uh, with Methodist, the Methodist Health System, mm-hmm. where uh, there's a bunch of things that we're working on through the partnership. That, but one that we've launched is uh, a phlebotomy course, and that's led by an incredible organization we work with called Empowering the Masses. And man, we've been able to work with them to 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 launch a phlebotomy course, right? Mm-hmm. And um, you know, the course itself, you know, adults can participate in the program. Uh, to be nationally certified in phlebotomy, which is a career path with a low, you know, barrier to entry. You know, all it really requires is like a GED or high school diploma. And then, you know, you get the certification um, and, you know, you can work uh, across across the country. But we have employers here that are ready and, and willing to hire folks. And, you know, we've already graduated two cohorts 
Um, and you know, we're in the third one now. And, okay. You know, folks. Yeah, yeah. Folks are able to, for, for one, like increase what we talk about in our mission. There's there's social mobility, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're also in, expanding their social capital because, for one, they're connecting with all these institutions, us empowering the masses, Methodist health system. They're they're really building with one another too, mm-hmm. right? Like there's mm-hmm. relationships and friendships uh, and a network that's really being built, so that way they can sort of continue to grow and. You know, I, I just I got to just shout out the 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 women that have participated and graduated in that program. And it's incredibly inspiring to see them be able to both graduate and uh, really bring their kids to the graduation, too. Right. Like that's one of those moments is and, you know, I don't have kids yet, but I definitely know the moments when I was looking up to a parent and, you know, those stay with you. Right. Oh, so yeah. Those memories that you care for the rest of your life. So for a kid to see their mother graduate um, to 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 further, you know, her goals and career, you know, I think it it just goes a long way. And there's a domino effect that we might not see come to fruition for another few years with that child alone. So I'm just, I'm just thankful again to do this work, Chris. Speaking of kids, graduation, parents, mm-hmm. graduation, you also yeah. have some programs called like out of school time programs. Can you talk about yeah. some of the clubs and organizations? Because what a lot of parents, you know, if they're working a job or two, some parents still work two jobs. Yeah. They 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 don't have necessarily the funds to hire a babysitter or have the funds to, uh, you know, keep an eye on the kids on a regular basis. And there's some programs that you guys have put into place, like you said, are educational. They kind of mm-hmm. keeps kids out of trouble or at least keeps an active mind busy. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, you know, our out of school time programs. Are, are growing, you know, we're starting new ones and we've had some really wonderful uh, partners come in, you know, throughout after school, right now, you know, you can come up to Foro Cliff and as a kid, you can participate in athletics, which could be, you know, training and playing basketball in open gym or working with some of our staff to work on your skills. Uh, we definitely want to ensure that we close whatever skills gap that are coming, right? We don't mm-hmm. want our kids to miss out, right? Right. We, so basketball, we have an incredible gym that was redone and renovated by my favorite team in the world, the Dallas Mavericks. So how about uh, the Dallas Mavericks? Yeah. Yeah. No Mavs. I'm a Mav fan for life. And I gotta shout out my favorite team, the Mavs, for redoing Four Cliffs Gym. Luca and Kyrie. <laughs> yeah. Go Luca, go Kyrie. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, we the, the gym itself, you know, is a way in which we activate that uh, out of school time space. But again, we've got things like Girl Scouts. We got right. dance percussion. Uh, one thing that's coming up later this month, we're doing this incredible partnership with the Oak Cliff Film Festival. Mm-hmm. We're going to be starting a film workshop series where high schoolers can come in that work with uh, film professors and directors and producers to really like get familiar with uh, filmmaking, editing, shooting, the whole process. You never know who might be the next Spike Lee. Yeah, the next Spike Lee, Ava DuVernay. You never know. Yes, Ava DuVernay. Yeah, man. So we want to, again, expose our kids to things and opportunities so they can make more informed decisions. Like they might be passionate about something, but they don't quite know how to describe it. Mm -hmm. And uh, we expose them. They're like, oh, that's what it is I want to do. I want to be a film editor. That's what I want to pursue. So I just... I want to make sure that, you know, we continue to do those things. But again, that that filmmaking workshop is February 25th. Our out of school times are throughout the week. And, you know, we 
we just uh, we're a youth centered org. Like, yeah, we are dual gen and we serve families, but the majority of things are going to be kid facing, right? Like, mm-hmm. we just want to make sure that um, families know that you can bring your your kiddos to Fort Oakwood. You know, I love this because you, like you say, you got the new facility, you got a campus basically, and I'm sure there's people or organizations. You mentioned the Girl Scouts that say, "Hey, can we use or partner with you with your space, or can we have some opportunities?" Can you talk about how? People who have something like that or have a group where they might be able to reach out to you to, you know, utilize your facilities or at least partner with you or even uh, lease. Yeah, look, we all those things are, are possible for one, you know, excuse me. Um, we we really thrive on partnership, Chris. I think mm-hmm. that that's the only way we're going to ever achieve our mission. Right. Um, because it's networking and partnerships. Absolutely. A nonprofit is supposed to exist to achieve the mission. And then, you know, once you achieve it, you're done. Right. And mm-hmm. we feel like we can't do that alone. So, you know, for partners, definitely reach out. You know, we, of course, encourage folks to visit the website, sign up for the newsletter to see what's already going on. Like when you go to foreclip.org, the newsletter is there. But for partnerships, you know, email us, reach out or just pop in on us and talk to us. But the email is info. I-N-F-O at 4ocliff.org and 4 is spelled out. So it's F-O-R ocliff.org and uh, just reach out to us. Um, and we're on all the socials, the Facebook, LinkedIn's, the Instagrams, the Twitters, we're on all of them, you know, so def- definitely uh, reach out to us and uh, let's let's talk because again, we know we can't serve this community alone and we, we're not trying to, we're, we're thriving on partnership now and we, we assume and know we're going to do so in the future. Okay, so I have to go here. I'm looking on the website because, you know, you guys, the website is absolutely amazing. Everybody needs to check it out. I always suggest people when they say, oh, I need to check something out. Nowadays with technology, I blame Amazon. Actually, I credit Amazon. People shop because they go on Amazon. So they're used to going online as opposed to always going to a store first. If you go to fouroakcliff.org, you can basically see all the fantastic and amazing things that you guys are doing. So I have to stop down for a minute because I'm over here grinning because I'm looking at the foraging Dallas part. And that Mm -hmm. is, for those who don't know what foraging is, it's called gathering edible and medicinal plants ready and available for your environment. You guys are talking about plants and, 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 and doing things. It's almost like this is just, really out out of out of the box thinking can you explain some of this uh i i guess you got an expert uh Mayweather? <laughs> yeah look we uh there's a couple of things there for one thank you for shouting out uh our website mm-hmm. we definitely want to express gratitude and then yes um you know for one a new aspect of our work or fairly new is just our food justice work and we have an incredible team that's uh really bringing uh some just in incredible programs just centered around uh, food and just uh, and the healing that's associated with that. Okay, so let me slow you down because, like I said, I'm over here grinning because my wife, she has become a vegan here and there. She does okay. it for a while. She follow, She makes so many. We got so many things in jars around the house. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I saw this. I'm like, my wife is going to lose her mind when she hears about this. Yeah, no, nah, that's <laughs> look, please share it. Look, we we appreciate it. Because um, there's no. there's levels to this. There are so many people who look at uh, plants and, and like medicinal purposes, and and it's like, oh, this is healthy for you. Or I mean, yeah. my wife can talk about it all. I'm like, 
Really? And she says, try this. This is good yeah. for your digestion. Try this. You won't get sick anymore. Try this. I mean, this yeah. is so this is an area that you guys are working with as well, huh? Yeah, absolutely. And look, I would love to hear more for her and her journey because, you know, I was I stopped eating meat uh, back in 2016. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, and man, I, I will say like like the the healing and the, just the different amount of energy I feel. Yeah, it's incredible. Such a it's a night and day difference. So I always encourage people, if, you know, sometimes they ask me like, well, what do you eat? There's plenty of options. Trust me, you will see that everywhere you go, even from a like a dine in perspective, you'll always have something to eat. But uh, just I'd say try it for a week. See how you feel. Journal throughout the process and just take mental note, because I, I will say it's helped me quite a bit. But here at Foral Cliff, you know, we've we've definitely like just expanded like our food justice efforts. Throughout the uh, next couple of months here in the spring, we're going to restart our farmer's market. Mm-hmm. You know, it's cold out, so we had to pause during the winter months. But in our food justice efforts, we're doing two things. We're both growing uh, and local farmers and supporting their efforts to like grow their work. Nice. We're also providing a space for them to to sell their food. So we have a, a, a what was a monthly farmer's market. Now it'll be the uh, first and third Saturday of the month, uh, starting back in the spring. And we definitely encourage everybody to come out and visit our market because, you know, we want folks to have access to fresh produce. And That's right. And fresh. Options. Yeah. Fresh key. The key word is fresh, Chris. Absolutely. Let me tell you something. I have, I don't drink like milkshakes anymore. Everything I have is some kind of protein shake. It's some variation of some kind of shake that's healthy for me, and it's not just some ice cream in it. You follow what I'm saying? So I'm all about it. And that's why I was grinning when I saw that part. I went, no, y'all didn't go there. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) A little bit of everything. Oh, and and coming up next week, you've got the Heart Health Education Session. I love you this much. This is on, on Valentine's Day. Can you talk about that particular program and what you guys have going on about staying healthy? Yeah, look, we definitely want and encourage everybody to come out. Um, And I know it is Valentine's Day, but look, we just, we, again. I see what you did with the heart. See, it's about the heart. Yeah, you know, we like to, yeah, we we try to be creative. Uh We got a really team here. You know, they're always, they're creative. But, um, you know, I, I will say, like, when I think about, again, going back to the mission, of the organization mm-hmm. like that liberate Oak Cliff from systemic oppression is, is key for the things that we do. Right. And when I think about systems of oppression, you know, I think about the ways in which like, you know, I'm, you know, our community is predominantly black and mm-hmm. Latino. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you look at, let's just say you pull one of the hospital's community health needs assessments, you know, I remember looking at Parkland's right. And our zip code uh, was among the top one, two or three in every category, uh, almost, right? Where yeah. we were one of the most unhealthy zip codes exactly. for things like diabetes, et cetera. So we, uh, for heart disease and more, asthma, you name it, right? And it's like, man, we've got to make sure we prioritize our well-being, our health, and putting the right foods into our bellies and into our bodies, right? Um, and it, it really is one of those issues where, you know, you look around and it's like, man, we don't have the grocery stores, right? Um, right. You know, not, and I really want people to sort of pay attention to if you've never really grown up or worked in or been proximate in a community like ours, you know, look around your grocery store, wherever you might be. And let's say you're familiar and used to having one. Like you can go to certain places in Dallas. Uh, I could just think of like, I think it's Mockingbird where it's like, man, I got the Central Market. I got a Kroger. I got, they're right across the street. from Lots other, of right? grocery stores Lots back to back to back. Back to back, back to back, down the road. You got plenty. 
and and they do well but we 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 don't have we don't have those uh where we are right we needed it so i will say um you know the 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 health the the disparities that are plaguing our communities like we we have to do something about that and having initiatives throughout the year throughout the months and weeks is imperative and again thankful to have partners that are working on that issue with us so it's not one of those things that'll be addressed overnight at all but I, we do know we have to fight it so the uh, health education session for Valentine's Day is called I love you this much and it's all about people being aware and maybe getting some physicals and whatnot. Can you talk about that? Because I understand you got some free transportation available just in case. Yeah, absolutely. People want to get out there. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's exactly what it is, man. And, you know, we've got some more information on the website. Definitely come out. Mm -hmm. It's Tuesday, February 14th from 3 to 5 p.m. Uh, We definitely uh, have some transportation available. Just email one of our staff members, juliana.bradley at foralcliff.org. And you might be driving by and think, oh, is it at the new facility? We're actually doing this one at our previous space, which is the Glendale Shopping Center. Yeah, so back on Glendale. Yeah, in Glendale. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's 4478 South Marcellus Avenue, yep. uh, Dallas, Texas, 75216. We definitely would love for y'all to come out. Uh, it's free food, bingo. We got giveaways. It's we like the festival food. again. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And it'll be a good way to connect with us. We would love to see you there. You know what? I, I'm glad you mentioned the hospitals earlier and we're talking about these physicals and, and people uh, taking care of their hearts and stuff. You know, men are the last people to go get a checkup. Uh, and I, I, I'm glad you guys are aware that I, I did some speaking, believe it or not. I, did a, I hosted a, a thing for men's health, a mm-hmm. men's health fair for Methodist Hospital. And okay. it was it was very enlightening because the doctors that were there were saying, we, we just need people to just come in just for a checkup because some people try to fight through, especially guys. You can't tell them anything. You know, oh, I, it's just cold or, you know, it's just I, it's just the flu. I got I got to work or whatever it is. You got to stop down because if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of your family. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more, Chris. It's so important for us to do those annual checkups just to make sure those annual physicals that we're okay. You know, you want to do those check-ins with your body, um, with the, with your doctor, just to make sure because, you know, you can be proactive about things and, you know, the – the more um, people that I meet, uh, the more that, you know, I, I witness those around me sort of grow, the more, you know, you hear those stories of, mm-hmm. uh, of things you sort of find out late. And um, it's just important to just get those with, you know, a trust a trusted doctor that you can grow with. And, you know, one thing that we also got to talk about, not just the physical check-ins, but the mental check-ins. Right? Exactly. Like, mental wellness is a big thing, absolutely. especially coming through this pandemic. Absolutely. I highly encourage and recommend everybody, you know, seek out a mental health professional, a licensed professional that they can talk through just to check in on all those things that we've been harboring and experiencing both in adulthood and from our childhood that that we still carry with us. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, my journey in therapy has been an incredibly important one for my growth and my healing. And, you know, I I just think it's important both for those physical check ins with your doctor, but also for a regular check in with a therapist, man. Like it's it's so important for our for our health. You know, you guys have been doing so many things, especially lately in the last calendar year in 2022. What would you say was the highlight? Man, there was so much that happened. It's like a blur. Yeah, I, I honestly, I was talking to Taylor. Uh, we talk about it every now and again, and it's one of those years where I'm like, man, I can't believe so much happened 
um, in such a in just a year, right? Like mm-hmm. that gym renovation with the Mavericks happened last year, which was for for me like working with my favorite team, working with uh, the Mavs staff. Like that's a dream come true to build a gym in our neighborhood. That's state of the art. That's got the Dallas skyline, the old school Mavericks logo. Like mm-hmm. that's that's one of those moments like that'll be for, with me for the rest of my life. Um, and you know, we also you know we paid off the building last year in 2022 you know like it became a, a true asset of four cliff like we congratulations thank you chris i really appreciate it for real like that you know that could that's really like when i think of the year like there's so much that happened but you know we had been striving to you know pay it off in full and you know now it's it's done and we're just thankful to to call it our home in entirety now you know you get financial flexibility. I mean, and then also some partnerships. Were there any partnerships this calendar year that you, I mean, you've already had a few, but you, it's, it's grown and grown and grown. Are there a couple you want to shout out and, and thank? Because, again, you can't get anything done nowadays without networking, some partnerships, and the knowledge. It's, it's, you can have all the what you know, but if you don't share it with somebody or or have somebody help you grow it, you can't get anywhere. Is there anybody you want to uh, acknowledge over the last calendar year that did some outstanding things with partnerships with you guys absolutely like for one i want to uh shout out the the south oak cliff high school alumni association wait wait Everybody. wait we said that wrong how about the back-to-back state football yeah, yeah, champion yeah, south oak yeah. cliff there Look, you go I, yeah you're right <laughs> let me introduce them as back-to-back state champs first yes first. yeah they uh are an incredible partner like I, i'm so thankful for sock thankful for everybody at the school from every teacher to student and uh shout out to all the amazing accomplishments they're doing both athletically and academically because we gotta show love to the academics like they're about to or last year you know they graduated 100 of their students like yes. they got that type of attention and love too so i just want to for one shout them out like as one of our partners on things throughout the year for things like our festival um and just serving kids uh, but there's a host of them, right? For the farmer's market, like there's a whole list, uh, but I especially want to shout out the Oak Cliff Veggie Project and uh, so many more um, within within our arts work. I talked about the Oak Cliff Film Festival and even the work we've done with Texas Theater, like they helped us get some really good uh, AV equipment uh, in the building, in the gym. So, you know, I want to shout them out, of course. And uh, man, the list could go on. Methodist, I talked about, very thankful for our partnership with Methodist Health System, AT&T, the Mavericks. Um, and, you know, just all, all the folks here in the neighborhood empowering the masses like that's, again, an incredible organization. They lead our phlebotomy work. I'm very thankful for empowering the masses. And Xavier, the mission is outstanding. And we cannot thank you again for joining us today. Thank you. Of course, Chris. Thank you for having me, CA. I'm really thankful. All right. I'm Chris Arnold of 105.3 The Fan. Thanking all of you for joining us. Tune in next week as we focus on other organizations and individuals doing great things right here in our community on Better Living. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs>